There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode nine of season three of Van Helsing. Wow. Okay, so we didn't get the Van Helsings. No, none of them. <laughs> but <laughs> Denver all- is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I do want to say, which I was texting with Steve about this, Michael Eklund had posted a picture from his time on the set, and he's posting information about his character who's the twin to the Van Helsing who was fighting the Elder. Right. So does this mean we're going to get more Michael Eklund? Sure seems that way, doesn't it? I'm wondering if he posted that because so many people are like, what the hell? Right. (laughs) It's like, please. Right. I'm hoping we do. And I'm looking forward to that possibly happening. And I do want to do a quick shout out. To one of our co-hosts over at Hollow Nine, Liz, because I don't know if you noticed, she happened to reply or she put something out there about, I think, Mike Lackland and she misspelled something. (laughs) And he replied back to her something like, I think it was like, I stand instead of I stand is what she put. And he said, I thought you were an Elizabeth. And I'm like. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I just thought it was funny that he just randomly, you know, tweeted something back out to her that she wasn't like specifically like tagging him in. But right. So he he really like pays attention to the people who are on his page. So if you're a fan of him, you should do that. You should. (laughs) And all of them. Oh, my gosh. So before I go any further and go crazy, we have ratings. Yes, episode 9 brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.318 million viewers, making it the 135th rated cable show for the day. Hmm. Yeah, where are you people? We're supposed to be renewing Van Helsing, not putting it in the grave. Right. That sucks. Yeah. Over 300,000 people. Yeah, I wonder. But Twitter's alive. There's no doubt about that. Twitter just is always... Just spot on with a lot of people tweeting it, but well, like we've said before, this doesn't count seven life with seven. We don't know how much this counts with online or the various apps that you can watch it on. So maybe it's only counting like old school cable box. Right. Who knows? More than likely. All right. Did you have any other news? Did you squirrel anything out? No, I haven't yet. You never know. Sometimes Steve comes up with some awesome, <laughs> awesome little nuggets. So I have to ask. All right, let's jump into episode nine, Loud Love. Doc and Jolene clash with Denver authorities over the repellent. Flush chooses to face his past. Axel struggles with leaving Scarlet behind. 
Ivy and the Sisterhood infiltrate Denver. Those are all very finite things that happen. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So let's start with Bill. He's like, he keeps coming back. Keeps yeah. coming back. You just can't kill him. Just it's like, like a cockroach. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because he regenerated. Now I'm thinking, shouldn't he be paced, basically? Right. That was a four-story fall. Right. But Julius is there in the morgue. It's like he knew Phil was going to wake up. And apparently he managed to get the mortician pretty well drunk so that he wouldn't know. Right. But Julius gets him out of his body bag and he is like hosing him down. Yeah. But Julius said something interesting, which I don't know if you caught it. He's like, I'm not going to keep being here to hose you off. Do you want them to find you waking up in a body bag one of these times? So I'm wondering how much of a space we've had from the last episode and how often Phil has done something. Right. Just the way he made it sound, it was like, this is not the last regeneration you know, that he's done. And then Julius is like, do you want them to cut you open and try to figure out what's going on with you? Because that's what will happen. Right. And that, that would be the thing that would basically kill him if they just completely dissected him took him apart oh, piece by piece very miracle day yeah oh and, and it makes me wonder but phil i guess finally i guess kind of comes to his senses to decide he wants to find his wife and i say kind of because man it did not go well when he went to go get the information oh no he went so dark yeah I mean, I know you're a little messed up at this point. Right. And really, it's kind of weird because you've got this little scrawny guy acting like Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) 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 It's just like, what? (laughs) Right. It was just so weird because, you know, the guy's like, oh, come back in a few days. Now, first of all, that guy in the records is way too freaking peppy for my taste. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, dial it back, dude. Sorry, dial it back. But it's like, oh, it's going to be three to four days. And he's like, if you make me wait that long, I will kill you. Nobody will find you. And I will talk to your replacement by that point. And it's like, okay, somebody went crazy godfather right here. Yeah. So slow it down, Phil. People want to help you. Quit acting like Joe Jackass, okay? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Speaking of Joe Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is happening with Jolene? Like, her and Doc are walking. Next thing you know, she's getting arrested. And the guards, oh my gosh, whole nother level. They were jerks. Yes, they were. This black tech crap is really getting under my skin here. <laughs> it needs to go. Oh my gosh, those people, just all of them. Yeah. It's like, you all deserve to be bitten at this point. I had like no sympathy for these black tech people. No, not at all. Especially the one that was talking to Doc, how you're important. And so I guess this is our way of making sure you help do what you need to do. What? You think she's just going to be able to pow, find a vaccine that quick? Apparently faster than they could be able to because (laughs) it only took her a few hours to figure out what the problem was. So Yeah, but that's because Jolene was attacked by the guy. Right. 
And then Jolene started acting crazy. So Doc's like, all right, I basically has a first person view of something weird happening attitude wise and just aggression wise right away. Yep. So it's a little easier when you're looking at one person as opposed to, you know, the entire population that you're dealing with. Right. But of course, Doc's like, you're an idiot. I'm not helping you. Fine, I'll help you. But I need this, this, and this. Right. Gene yeah. sequencer and a live vi- vampire. Yeah, great. I guess they're just going to pop on out to grab that vampire. Yeah. But oh, and Caitlin basically says, okay, no problem. Yeah. I'm like, you'll have on. it by the end of the day. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that. They're like, okay. Yeah. I think Doc was expecting it to take a while. Right. And that's why she was just like, um, what? Okay. But I was hoping they were going to have some kind of cage or move her somewhere. So thankfully they at least put up a cage. But I don't know. That wouldn't brothel quick. Yeah. So we'll get back to that, though. <laughs> Let's uh, run over to Axel on the road. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, he's thinking about Scarlet because he's all lovelorn. But... He's got a pregnant girl, so maybe you need to get moving. Yeah, little um, pedal on the metal. Right. <laughs> Apparently, it's been, what, a few weeks. That's why I said Phil must have been doing a lot of this crap. Right. Because where they were, it shouldn't have taken them that long to get to Denver. At least I wouldn't think so. But, hmm. yeah, You're talking almost halfway across the country. All back roads. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're on the expressway, it's a lot easier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think uh, taking the interstates would be too advisable right now. Probably no. Well, it's taken them a while, and somebody's water broke. It's like, she ain't making it. Nope. Great. And what happens? Are we going to have a nice easy birth? This is going to be, you know... One, two, three, and works out, which is always weird when that happens on TV. Right. Because it never happens in real life that way. <laughs> right. But no, 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 no. We're going to go the opposite way. Yeah. And we're not even getting a breech birth. We're getting the baby sideways. It's like, quit telling her to push. That baby ain't coming out that no, way. No, <laughs> it's not. And I was trying to figure out, he's trying to turn the baby. I'm like, is right. he just trying to push on her stomach and do it? What is he doing? Yeah. He or is was... he doing what I thought he was doing? And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. He was trying to rotate the baby around. I'm like, I can never have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw I kept thinking. <laughs> and I thought it was it was interesting, too. You have one person out there watching, which I get it. You need at least one lookout. I would think you'd need more. Right. But... Everybody else was in there, like, holding uh, Kit. Is it Kit or Kit? Kit. I forgot. Kit down. Or helping. Right. As she starts screaming. (laughs) Right. As she starts screaming, you know what you need to do. Save my baby. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. No. (laughs) This is is not as simple as a quick cut. Because there's a whole lot more to it. I know that. Right. And then I'm thinking, how is he going to sew her up exactly. if she's having a C-section? Infection. How is she going to make it and not die from infection? You know, all these things are in my head. Right. But yeah, and they get the baby out, and he hands it to her, 
and they all look at the baby instead, and she's sitting there just with this giant cut. <laughs> you go, right. Why aren't you packing that wound and trying to stop the bleeding? And yeah, it's not going to be like a paper cut, okay? No. Not just going to stop. And of course, well, mom's going to die, and I'm looking going, you really need to speed it up and get to Denver because that baby's got no food. Right. And you got to get that baby checked out. And so, of course, I was all freaked out with that. This is what happens when you've never had a kid. Yeah. You're like, uh, well, well, I don't know. Uh, no. So basically, I think <laughs> Axel and I would have been on the same page. Here. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just making a bunch of noises and weird faces is what it was. So they finally get to Denver and Axel's like, all right, you guys will be safe here. I'm going to get back. I'm going to find Scarlet and we're good. And you have the crazy wrestling guy. Yeah, I don't Barry, remember his name. Barry the Bruiser. Barry. I don't know why I keep forgetting his name. Of course, he's like, yeah, all right, I can go with you. And he's like, you need to take care of that baby. And he gets all soft. He's like, okay. I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah. But that was cute. And then we went to not cute. Yeah. <laughs> because the sisterhood has arrived. How did nobody see these people? How do they not have better lookouts? Exactly. I don't know. I, I just feel like, yeah, Denver, you really fell down on the job. Right. Well. Because I think they were so secure with their idea of the vamps will only do this. Right. And we can protect ourselves this way. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. None of them wanted to listen to any story of the Daywalkers that anybody was trying to tell them. And so they said, hey, we've got the repellent. They only come out at night. They probably beef up their security at night and kind of relax during the day. Stupid, well, stupid. That gotcha. Right. Because Scab, who really zero personal space, dude. Yeah. Close talker to an extreme. I mean, I'm watching it and I'm like, dude, back up. You need a Tic Tac. Yeah. You know, that's all I kept thinking. <laughs> and uh, Ivory did too. Because <laughs> she just uh, gives him the old backhanded uh, elbow to the nose. Yeah, it's like, you need to know your place in the sisterhood. And it is not under my nostrils. Jeez. Right. It's like having... Not in my ear trying to right? whisper sweet nothings. <laughs> it's like my dog, the pod dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Velcro dog right now. And that's what Scab is because he's like right there. It's like, ah. Yeah. But she's like, no, we're not just going to rush in because he's like, oh, food. We can eat everything. First of all, you would would be bright to you know, ration. You haven't seen humans in a while. Right. But obviously, Scab's like, ah, me want food. Me want right. food. <laughs> so at least Ivy's smart enough to be like, we're going to find a weakness. We'll find a way in. Yep. Because Scab is not exactly the brains of the operation. I'll tell you that. Thank heaven for this, the sisterhood for that. <laughs> right? And then we have something sweet happen. Yeah. We get a whole, what, five minutes of uh, right goodness in this episode? It was something to hold on to. Yeah. About Julius. <laughs> Julius gets the nerve to ask Frankie out on a date. And she's like, yeah, sure. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, let's go get something to eat now. And she, oh, now, now? And they skip the food and go right to adult time. Yeah. Which was 
I guess good because who knows how long it's been for Julius. Uh, yeah. He's been a vamp for a while and yeah, I don't know. So uh, they got to have a little brown chicken, brown cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, then Phil comes busting into the apartment and Julius is like, what's wrong? He's like, I want to find my wife. Okay. You couldn't like knock. <laughs> right. But Phil finds out that his wife, when he did get the info from the guy, had been taken to what turns out to be a prison camp. He says the name, which I forgot what it was. Thank you. And Frankie comes out of the bedroom and she's like, wait, that that's a prison camp. Nobody goes there. Nobody comes back. And he's like, oh, hi, Frankie. Oh, Yo. hi, Frankie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Light bulb goes on. <laughs> right. And then like, wait a minute. What do you mean a prison camp? How'd you get sent off there? And I'm starting to think like what we've seen, the way they're grabbing people all crazy in there. It's not a prison camp. It's people who didn't just drink the Kool-Aid right. and probably experimenting on them. That's my More opinion. More than likely. It's not a prison camp. It's a black tech lab. Like orphan blackish here. Yeah, just a little. Just a little. So Phil goes, I don't even know where he ended up going to like talk to some guards, I guess. He's like, right. I need to my wife. She's in Loveland. And he's like. Uh, you can't go there unless you do something super serious, dude. Just sorry. And that guard seemed actually nice. Right. Yeah. He wasn't. He was just kind of telling him the truth and not being uppity or standoffish or anything. He was just kind of saying, telling him how it was. But boy. Right. Especially that extra information he gave him about, well, you can't leave anyway. You have to pay your debt, which was very Walking Dead-ish. Right. They did that one season. You know, you were in quarantine and you have food and you have clothes. You have to work to pay that off. It's like, oh, because that's I think because the guard was nice and just telling him and not being a jerk about any of it. Right. Is why Phil did what he did. Yeah. Shot him in his uh, bulletproof jacket. Yeah. Vest. Yeah. Because Phil's like, oh, I'm a prisoner here. He's like, no, it's not. You're not a prisoner, but it's like taxes and. You know, the only two things, death and taxes, right? <laughs> you know, and the quite. guy's like, right. The guy's trying to kind of laugh it off, but be sincere. Yeah, and when he got shot in the bulletproof vest, I think that guy kind of flips, because obviously, if you're going to get shot, you're going to freak out, right? Right, absolutely. I would. But Phil's like, okay, is that severe enough? And I'm like, dude, you have gone off your rocker. Yeah. Do you really want to see your wife like this? I don't think that's the best. Really? I mean, yeah, I Phil's... Kind of the wily coyote here because he's chasing that roadrunner and the cliff's coming up. Right? There's so many other show references I just did and Steve just did in this episode. Sorry. <laughs> but it is. It's so much like all these other things, like putting all these pieces in here. Yep. Let's jump back to Doc, who now she immediately did go to the gene sequencer when they brought it to her. And I don't know if she was doing anything with the. Dark one blood. That's the only reason. Yeah, I would say the Jean's dark one, or I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was that or if it was with repellent. She was doing something or both. I so think it I was wonder. Dark one blood, but I don't, I don't that's know. what I was thinking it originally. Yeah, yeah. but I I'm wonder if she got anything out because she had even mentioned that she didn't really need one for doing what she needed to do with the repellent. <laughs> so, and she 
apparently got a very good result with it too because she makes the comment i got you just before caitlin comes in oh i didn't catch that yeah so i think she has something now if we can just get her out alive well i don't think she's gonna die yeah let's hope not well i mean we've seen phil so i and we've seen them all yeah and even the daywalkers don't die either so yeah that's that's true. I don't think we've seen one of the daywalkers try to bite one of the people that... Vanessa yeah, they were came. trying to bite Julius. Right. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. And went, oh, God, that tastes terrible. They're like, why aren't you changing? Right. Yeah, so I'm sure Doc will get out, but things are going to get pretty hairy because when she brought in that lady who was in charge, she's like, yeah, look at look at the slide. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing, Doc? (laughs) And she's like, it doesn't look any different. She's like, you're smart. You'll figure it out. I loved it because then she's like, it isn't different. She's like, oh, I didn't say I solved your problem. Yeah. And then she opens the vampire cage. She's like, okay. Well, that is one way to take care of your problem. Absolutely. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer person. (laughs) No, it couldn't. But Doc also makes sure she doesn't completely change. Right. And Doc was talking smack, though. Oh, yeah. Feel it burn. Feel it, yeah. It's oh. like, oh, dang. So she takes her key card and takes off running because you hear alarms going off. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. This is not good. No. Because as she gets over where the cells are, they're all empty. And the guard's like, what are you doing? We're following protocols. And everybody's being sent to Loveland. So Doc's running out there, finds a bus. She's hitting it. And... Stop the bus, and oh, they're not stopping. Oh, hell no. It's like, oh, no. What is this? What's happening? Right. Now would be a great time if uh, Axel was around. Right? Grab Julius and Doc and follow that bus, but nope. Yeah, because when this is going on, and you have another part where Julius grabs Frankie, and he's like, we got to get out of here now. Right. And they take off running, and he grabbed his gloves. So you have Doc on the move, Julius on the move. Phil apparently being arrested, so who knows where the heck he is. Probably on that bus. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And all hell's breaking loose because, of course, the sisterhood got into the walls after watching Axel's group. Right. They just pulled over their hoods. They are the messiest eaters. I mean, their face (laughs) is just... That's all I kept thinking. I'm like, every vampire movie I've ever watched, like, they don't have it all over their face like that. Right. Well, subspecies, he kind of did, but like, ugh, clean up your face. Yeah. I guess you're not that desperate for blood if you're going to let it run all down your clothes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Pet peeves. All right. Well, we're just yeah. hitting everything on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, and I just pulled an old vampire movie out. Yeah. Subspecies. Yeah, that I don't even know how many people are going to know that one. Totally look it up. I loved it. It was awesome. It's a full moon video. But anyway, going back, the guards are like zero match right yeah they've got a handful you know maybe five or six and there's that many of the sisterhood right there so yeah they went down without hardly firing a shot or two like the machine gun's not gonna stop them guys (laughs) and you know they they kept trying to tell the guards listen there's daywalkers and the guy was getting crappy and he grabbed one girl and he's like that's it you troublemaker it's like Dude, she's telling you information that you need. Yeah. 
this is not a troublemaker. This is serious stuff. Yeah, this is like the first guard that took uh, Jolene away. Right. And, well, you know what? You get taken out. That's what you get. Yeah. Just seconds later, too. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yes. And then you have the basher who has the baby who's like, oh, my God, we got to hide. Everyone's like, we got to get out of here. And they're running. They're following guards. But he hides in the lockers with the baby. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, that (laughs) is like that baby is so going to make a noise. Exactly. And then the baby kind of cried. Thankfully, only like a little quick cry. And with all the mayhem going on. They didn't hear the baby. Right. I was just watching going, oh, this is not good. This is not good. And apparently they finished off the, the little smorgasbord in there. Right. And head into Denver proper. And he gets out of the lockers, which I don't know how he managed that one either, but yeah. whatever. Looking around at everybody, he's like, I got to get out of here. And there was a second member of that party. Right. Who apparently hid himself under a dead body and a mattress. Yeah, under the cots. And he's like, wow, okay. (laughs) Well, you know what? Like I said, there was all that mayhem going on. And they knew they were going in for all these other people. So maybe they just thought somebody was bleeding out. Yeah, could be. And like, didn't even think of it. So instead of going into Denver proper, they're like, we need to go the other way. Well, that's fine and dandy, but you still don't have any food for that baby. Right. Maybe there's a food pantry right there that you can, I don't know, get a bunch of stuff. I don't know what you're going to do because you got a baby. That's right. But as we see this happening, Ivy's telling them inside Denver, was it turn the strong ones, feed on the weak ones? And she said something about the kids specifically, and I don't remember. Was it kill the kids? probably it was like oh dang okay and they're attacking left and right and they get further and further into the area and we happen to see julius and frankie who are trying to make it out and julius like grabs frankie because she's almost bitten and julius gets bitten and all of a sudden frankie's like wait a second you're healing what's going on yeah he's like tell you later we gotta run now gotta go and thankfully, she was like, okay, yeah, you'll tell me later. We'll, we run now. That's fine. Yeah. Because you know how many times in those movies and all, people stopped her. Like, no, you tell me what's going on. All right, you're going to die. Yeah. So I thought they were going to make it. I did too. They turned the corner and there's Scab. Damn uh, it. Scab. And he immediately grabs Frankie and is not going to give Julius any chance. Yeah, Julius is like, take me, Scab, leave her alone, leave her alone. He's like, huh, nope. Nope, you're going to suffer. He is so creepy and scummy. Yeah. Nothing like the guy he was, the human he was, that's for sure. Right. So as, like, the guards end up pulling Julius through the fence, you see Scab bite Frankie. Yeah. And then they pull the gate closed, and there happens to be plastic on it. So the next thing you know, you just see, like, a hand. Right. With blood, like, you know, smear it on that. I'm like, really? Yeah. That's so cruel. And Julius this whole time is like, I'm going to kill you, Scab. I'm like, dude, you're going down. (laughs) Yeah. You just made probably the worst enemy in the world you could make except for Sampire. (laughs) Which makes me wonder what the heck they're doing. Yeah. We need need to know what, uh, how this Mohammed and uh, Sam... uh, showdown is going to uh 
Right. Go down. How's that's that going to sure. happen? Yeah. How's that going to well, end up? Uh, well. I don't think it's going to end well for Muhammad. I'm sorry. No, I don't Sam's either. He's been a vampire much longer. and. But I don't know. I really don't know because there's so much weirdness happening over there. But anyway, what did you guys think of this episode of Van Helsing? Sans all the Van Helsings. <laughs> I mean, I I do like getting this information of what's going on, because obviously we'd be like, what's happening in Denver if we didn't get anything? Right. But I thought it was weird, like we didn't see anything, not even like a quick glimpse at the end or something. Right. Show right. Scarlet swimming across the right bay there to get back the land. Some? All right. Well, let us know how you feel. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk. That's S-Y-F-Y talk at fangirlzone.com and we can discuss it check out our website www.fangirlzone.com and we have all our emails there we can just copy and paste and shoot us a message or twitter and tumblr and everything youtube facebook we're everywhere and don't forget to tweet with us every week on all our shows because it's awesome i think the only thing we're not really tweeting well, I, I haven't been because I'm already behind is on Night Flyers. Right. Um, first two episodes. And it's like everything. So next week I'll be on it in between cookies. Yeah. So tis the season. All right. So while you're at all of that, doing all that and preparing for the crazy holidays, because again, this is December and there are so many holidays happening. If you can rate and review us on iTunes. That would help us greatly because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this show so that way they all tweet Renew Van Helsing. Yes. And we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. If you want results, I'm going to need to get messy. And until next time. <laughs>